Hey there, future me. The realization has dawned on me that I cannot be trusted with the task of recalling the past by memory alone. As such, I would like to start an institution where we send letters forward in time containing any thoughts or moments that we like to think might be useful to our future selves. And then, you, our future selves, will read these letters from time to time, so that you may recall in a sense that which you have probably forgotten. That somewhat grandiose forward was from the first letter we ever composed ourselves. The handwriting is poor. Not that, at time of writing this letter, it's any better, but I'm still somewhat flawed by how little the writing of these letters have changed since then. To me, at the start of the 20s, it's shocking that these letters from a decade and a half ago could be so relevant and so representative of me. As it turns out, that past me was indeed correct to point out we can no longer be trusted with the task of recalling the past, perhaps even more so now than back in those days, although it isn't clear if that's the case. I may just be more aware of the lost memories than those past selves were. If you're listening to this audio essay, then um, cool, I guess. It probably means that your life has become more difficult, and I'm sorry about that. But still, it seems like these audio essays are probably serving their intended purpose then. Which is to provide you with a bridge to the past that in all likelihoods you don't have anymore. As an aside, as these essays are publicly available, you may not be me from the future, and that's fine too. I'm not really sure why you're here, but I don't mind you listening in. As that past self suggested, we have had a healthy habit of writing letters to our future selves. Some of these letters are simple memos of things that we wanted to ensure happened, but many were their attempts to organise their thoughts on topics they felt we would like to remember their views on. These audio essays are a collection of those letters that have been edited a bit for cohesion, with each essay being dedicated to a particular recurring theme. That way, when you want to go back to a particular topic, you may. And now they are in a format that should be accessible for the rest of your life. This essay, as I'm sure is becoming clear, is devoted to the topic of memories. My earliest memory, at the time of writing at least, is of sitting at a desk staring out the window. Out of that window is an oval, currently vacant as the evening is drawing near. The window is open, to allow cool air into the room. It was probably hotter earlier that day. I'm working on a story of sorts. This story will become the framework for the founding mythos of one of the worlds that I wrote. I can track through a lot of this memory. I spend an hour or so working on the story before heading out to the kitchen to prepare the evening's meal. The pasta was pleasant, and the sauce was kicked to make, which is important as I was due to leave soon. Eventually, I leave home to go to work. I can already feel the nerves growing in my stomach. I listen to music on the walk, but I won't get there. At least, not in this memory. A sharp boundary marks the end of it. Something is wrong with this. The memory starts fuzzy. Like, not all the details are there, and then it becomes clear. This seems normal, but the end? The end is sharp, and that sharpness is all too familiar. Not quite at that moment the memory ended, but a short time later, that me was stressed, 
and whenever that happens, our brain decides to stop keeping a record. I know that this is natural, but it's very irritating as we have a habit of getting stressed very regularly. Further, perhaps for the same reason, our brain does have the habit of regularly dumping large swaths of our more distant memories. These memories are as lost as those that were never made, but it feels more lamentable, as it doesn't seem to be a reason for this loss. That earliest memory is easily placed, it occurred just under eight years ago. This to me feels a little unkind. My memories are surprisingly vivid, especially of what I hear and feel. Perhaps this vividness is the very reason that memory loss has to occur, but it makes it all the more lamentable. The gaps are also surprisingly sharp, and the distant memories feel like they are lost too soon. It should be noted, of course, that by vivid, I do not mean detailed, at least not in the way that others seem to consider detailed memories to be. The visuals of the memories are about as good as I would come to expect. Fuzzy, narrow in scope, and when concerning people, utterly indistinguishable. It is the soundscapes that are stored best, and the configurations of things and spaces, which I must make careful note of, and the motions throughout the space which to me are sensed so clearly. These things are stored vividly and can be clearly called forth. I have often written about how, each evening when I rest, my mind always wanders to the start of the day. And unless I exert some effort, I begin to relive the day once more, in a way that feels almost as real as it was, in fact, more real than some of the experiences of my actual reality. It's strange that in the course of this nightly ritual, even memories that I thought to be lost are accessible once more. Not that that's a good thing. Bad memories are brought back for a short time, as the reliving of such memories is never pleasant. They were forgotten for a reason after all, and are quickly forgotten again. But still, what does it mean that the memories are there for my dreams to revisit? Are the gaps indeed simply locked away, or are they gone after the night has passed? I've never known, and more and more I am becoming convinced that I should never find out. These memories are often harmful to me, and I need to start making an effort to break the habit of such relivings. I have the power to choose, or so I believe. So should I really choose to harm myself while we are trying to rest? The problem of our memories is not one that can be truly solved, but I don't think that's needed. After all, I've come to like this institution of letter writing. Each one is something of a memory, but also something more. Taken in aggregate, these letters form stories, some meaningful and some not, but each story together tells of a self who wrote them. Taken in aggregate, these letters form stories, some meaningful and some not, but each story together tells of the selves who wrote them telling me how I came to be formed by these past selves who wrote me letters, just as the me who writes this letter to you will form you. I'm glad for this institution of letter writing, but to paraphrase that first letter, the inevitability is approaching us when you cannot be trusted with the task of reading the letters alone. As such, I would like to start this podcast, where we send the letters forward in time organized by thoughts or motifs that we think might be useful for our future selves. And then you, our future selves, 
will listen to these letters from time to time, so that you may recall, in a sense, that which you have probably forgotten. I hope you hear from me soon, your past self. The music for this episode is Der Doppelgänger by Franz Schubert. The song tells a story of a man who stands lamenting about a long-lost love. He notices there standing with him a man with his own face. I thought it was poetic to include that song in this essay. <laughs>